welcome back, weary travelers, to Recorder on the Wall, where we are going through every single Redwall book and cartoon and probably every other type of media that's been spawned from it. <laughs> My name is Jeremy. <laughs> I'm Pete. And I'm all alone this time. <laughs> There's nobody else. <laughs> Hi, Drew. Welcome back. Hey, I'm how are you? <laughs> and last, our new guest. Hello. And your and name? You are? <laughs> I'm Scar. There we go. Hey, that's kind of a weird intro, but hey, we'll take it. So, Jeremy, where did we leave off? We left off... Whew, very, very far into the book, even though it was only the first part. <laughs> yeah, like the, ori- the original Redwall and this book, the where Jakes would actually go on actually to counterbalance the three uh, three uh, books into kind of into three equal parts. In these first two books, no, <laughs> nope. Part one was no, no. 181 pages. <laughs> part two was actually pretty close to that as well. Um, but we left off as Martin, Gonf, and Dinny had just run into Logalog and were about to continue their journey to Salamandastron while everyone else back at Mossflower was sitting there going, do 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 Oh, right, we have to rescue those kids that are trapped. Yes. <laughs> do we have put to? together a very elaborate espionage? Which we would Should they choose to accept it? Yeah. Yes. Which... We would expect it to take place over a large portion of book two, but as we'll find out, that is not the case. Nope. Nope. But, and yeah. And Sarbina is slowly losing her mind. Now that's happened when you, you, uh, you kind of anger the one guy who's supposed to be kind of in charge of everything. Uh, anger, scare off, we'll come to him. Yeah. But we actually truly opened back in uh, Brock Hall and our Fox and not Fox to mask <laughs> going by the name of Patchcoat and Fortunato going by Vessentail back in Brock Hall and they're totally going to betray everyone, guys. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. And, uh, yeah, they, they put the... the it's like, it's not even a question. Everyone kind of looks like, we all know that's Fortunata, right? Yep, yep, yep. 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 <laughs> even Columbine, which is yeah. a odd. <laughs> Columbine, who hasn't been there three days, is like, hmm. This is Fortunata. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Perhaps. I'm smart. And apparently sounds like Kermit the Frog, but okay. <laughs> Kermit the Frog here. That's actually a good interpretation. Let's imprison the Woodlanders. <laughs> that is scarily accurate. So it, it is. sounds like uh, Kermit as well, huh? Yeah, I'm gonna go with that. <laughs> How was she played in the audiobook, Katie? I'm joking. Uh, which one? Uh, Sarsminia. Yeah. Um, yeah, she is, sounds like, she's very loud. It's funny because I can tell that they improved microphones by the time 
that the later books were were recorded because this one sometimes she kind of blasts the microphone because she actually when it says screech she screeches <laughs> large hammy acting <laughs> yes <laughs> but yes so Tamina uh, likes her wood pig- pigeon with a side of set <laughs> yes <laughs> no wonder Kotir's falling apart <laughs> Tarmina, stop chewing the scenery! No! <laughs> it's fiber! <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, yeah. Mask, mask and Fortunata, and they literally dress up the the pris- imprisoned hedgehog's younger siblings, <laughs> Spike and Posey, uh, as their captives. <laughs> They're, They're like, posying hmm. as them. It's so uh, weird that they would even let them into Brock Hall. Yeah. Well, I was going to say that they even would let the other two hedgehogs out of Brock Hall. Because you know that mom is not going to be happy with it. Hell, the dad wouldn't be either. Yeah. Uh, Letting them in is one thing, because they're like, well, we plan to kill Fortunata, and honestly, is she really going to try something when she's completely surrounded? Probably not. We'll find out. (laughs) Uh (laughs) We'll find out shortly here. So, yeah, they... they, uh, the mask and as patch code and Fortunata take them off in the moss flower and then oh where did all these squirrels come from? <laughs> I love mask's comments to Spike and Posey. They're like, "Are you really our uncle patch code?" Like, no, and she's not your aunt, and I don't think we'll be seeing her again. <laughs> <laughs> she's going up to a farm. To, she, we're going to send her off to a farm, right? <laughs> she's going to search for Mister Squirrel. No, God, Mr. Squirrel. <laughs> it's a nature kind of walk. amusing. Because in the audiobook, um, the actress who plays Lady Amber also happens to play Fortunata. So when they have this confrontation, she's like confronting herself, and it's really funny. <laughs> Prepare to no. die, Fortunata. <laughs> no! It was the other guy. So, yes. Amber uh, confronts Fortunata, and she's all alone with ten, uh, ten of her squirrels uh, pointing arrows at her. And, uh, yeah, she's like, yeah, we, you didn't fool anyone. So, um, uh... In uh yeah. You hey, do you know what, hey, Fortunata, do you know what happened to St. Sebastian? Who? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Uh, she, she's very dead. She's you know very, very to? dead. Do you know what happens to a fox when struck by ten arrows? The same thing that happens to everything else. (laughs) That line sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Every time a a bad guy dies in this podcast, (laughs) I want you to put the the wasted sound effects from GTA. (laughs) If I wouldn't be sued for copyright, I would. (laughs) Wasted. Uh... So we go. We flash back to uh, the Martin's party with now Logalog, and they're on the ship called the Waterwing, and it, it's a well. Sit right back, and you'll hear a trip, a trip of a fate. Oh, oh! <laughs> this boat ride doesn't last very long. <laughs> no, it doesn't. No, I'm going to say the Minnow on Gilligan's Island had a longer tour. So, yeah. Um, this is like a two-page tour. <laughs> And I feel bad for Denny because he's poor guy is just seasick. Yeah. 
But fortunately, he doesn't have to wait long because uh, <laughs> um, golf was driving. <laughs> <laughs> well, unluckily for Denny, all his fears about being in the boat are immediately realized. He is seasick. How about a waterfall? That's a great cure for seasickness. Waterfall and <laughs> yeah, yeah. cures uh, nausea pretty quickly. <laughs> well, that was a short trip. Yeah. Yes. See you next waterfall. So, Ugh. I have a question. When you guys first read this, were any of you worried that Goff was actually dead? No. Because I wasn't. Like <laughs> Way back when, I I can't remember. There were I had a different moment in book three, which I will bring up when we get there, but I can't remember if I thought he was dead or not. Marvel desensitized me to that sort of stuff. Ah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, Brian, Brian Jakes isn't afraid to kill characters, so there was, there was a moment there where I was like, oh no, and then immediately I, I had to skip ahead to the next chapter. I was like, oh yeah. Yes. Yeah, like, yes. Jake usually doesn't leave you ambiguously wondering if the character's dead, except for, I feel like, in Martin the Warrior, because yeah. I didn't oh. think that Rose was actually dead. Rose is dead? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, we've run that joke into the ground. <laughs> okay, that joke is now dead. That joke and I'm not saying unambiguous, Rose. it's dead dead. <laughs> Beat me to that one, too. <laughs> the joke is dead? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm pulling my Papa Abbott card here, folks. The joke is dead. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um... <laughs> So, but we pick up after the waterfall. Sarmenia is like, "Oh, Fortuna is dead." Okay. Oh well. What do you want me to do about it? <laughs> and Ashley like, actually seems sad about it. Hmm. Actually, oh, well, kind of. He, she, when she asks, "Is she dead?" He just responds, "As a doornail, my lady." <laughs> yeah, but I mean, doesn't it say like they found Fortunata and he said sadly, like, I don't know. Uh, it, it seemed like he was at least a little sad. Well, that's one less person that the blame can be distributed upon. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but it means paperwork for Ashley in H Berman HR, so Yeah. Uh, and then and, uh, we get Mask as Patchcoat beats up Clud and then gets out some exposition about himself at the same time. And Sarmina, who knows really nothing about this guy, goes, Alright, I'm making you a captain. Clud, you're now demoted. What? <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, Ashley's like, wait a minute. Uh, good. Okay, you know what? I don't care. I've got enough paperwork to do anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he he only said uh, that she was dead. That was it. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, he, we tried tracking those woodlanders, milady. He reported sadly, but they're well away. I found Fortuna East of here full of arrows. Her body's on the parade ground. Oh. I read that sadly in the they got away part. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. But, uh, you know, Sarmenia's still gonna, she's gonna, she's turning Kotor very green, because she's, uh, oh yeah, we're gonna just throw her out in the woods for the eagle. <laughs> oh. Recycling. Yes. Oh, dear. Sarmenia cares about the environment. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> So yes, 
But so he doesn't I, question this lucky find of a random fox who is actually more military trained than pretty much everybody around. Yeah. Okay. And I thought it was kind of clever how the the Woodlanders and Mask pretended to like be fighting and like from a distance it looked like that he was, was trying to grab clever. the hedgehog. Yeah. Was that Mask's idea? Uh, I don't know if we ever find out specifically. I think it was supposed to be his idea, but it would make sense. Clever. Well, when we wake up, Martin is, uh, besides the fact that he, this is the second time he's underwater, um, I had a bad experience. <laughs> <laughs> he wakes up, and he find, he hears a voice, uh, basically saying, hey, he's not dead. <laughs> uh, let's, uh, pour something down his throat, and we're not even told what it is, just that it's medicine. That's medicinal. Medicine. Yeah, we'll, we'll say it's medicinal in nature. Um, uh, but uh, what he thinks is another mouse is well, it's a bat. It's our first oh, appearance. I am the knight. <laughs> and I was going to try to avoid they're in the bat cave joke, but okay. <laughs> I beat you to it. Aha! <laughs> For the first time. Oh. Bat Mount Pit. Yes. Yes. We have also, a, an entire tribe of bats. Also, if it okay. wasn't for the spelling of the names, it would be pretty obvious where he got them. Actually, it still is pretty obvious. Cave Ear. Yeah. Cave Ear. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, this is only the second book written, so most of the names are still actually pretty original. Um... We haven't gotten to the point where you could tell he's stretching just a little. Um, I don't know. I thought Ungap Trun was a very creative name. No. <laughs> Not so much Floater, though. <laughs> but yes. Uh, yeah, we have bats, and they're taken care of. Martin, Blogalog, and Denny. I'm uh, sure no Gomp is to. Yeah, I'm sure he's totally dead, guys. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. 100% dead. As does Rose. Yep. <laughs> oh, that's that's not nice, dude. That's a measurement <laughs> we can use now. Oh. There is a line. <laughs> yeah. One. We're going to move on. And we put another line, you cross that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that scene in the mask. <laughs> Just keeps yeah, drawing there. the line. He's like, you won't cross this line. Cross it, man. He went there and got the t-shirt. Yep. Got t-shirt. So yes. But moving on, we have bats. <laughs> yes. And, and I do and like... It, yeah. I do like the quote from, uh, was it Lord Cavier maybe? But he's like, no creature is blind who sees by touch. I was like, aw, that's sweet. <laughs> yes, and it's... These guys are neutrals because they don't end up helping the... I mean, they help the heroes in the, in the immediate, but they don't help to the overall final battle, so hence I mark the neutral. But, uh, I get the feeling the bats would have liked Gonk if they met him, because Lord knows. <laughs> oh, this would have been fun to watch. But, uh, I-, I love this, how Martin's like, uh, yeah, anyone seen Gonk? And Logalong's like, no, but yeah, my ship kind of got lost, thanks for asking. <laughs> oh, he did only know Gonk for a day or two. This is yeah. 
He has he and Goff was driving longer. <laughs> Goff was driving. <laughs> <laughs> His fault. So, so yeah, thanks, Martin. <laughs> but they yeah, the help remove an owl. Yes. Yes. Yes, they do. I'm getting to that. Uh, they're, they're like, oh, uh, but yeah, there's only one way into the in the mountains. So uh, you're yeah, you're kind of stuck with us. Okay. But um, but uh, before we actually get to how they unsick, we flip, we flash all the way back to mask, and uh, yeah, you can, either military discipline has gotten so badly down here, or <laughs> the fact that a, a woodlander is actually the most effective officer we're going to see until well, Bane. Um, yeah, it's just kind of telling about how uh, how discipline has really gone to hell since Verdaga died. Uh, I do like how the first guard he runs into, he like berates him into ship, like getting shipping him up, and then the next guy, it's like, oh, shoot, patch coat's coming. Better, he literally sweeps up the area so it's less dusty just to try to impress him. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Mm-hmm. But he goes in to talk to Gingivere, and he's like, yeah, we're gonna bust you out. So, um, Good times, right? Well, maybe. <laughs> so smoothly done. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So basically, yeah. Uh, just keep 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 your ears open. We're gonna get you out tonight. So just uh, pretend you're crazy or something. You're used to that, right? <laughs> um, it comes so easy. I'm not even trying. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. Back to back to the bats. They're like, oh yeah, there's there's a huge bird out there. We don't know what type, and it it likes to keep eat our people. So we can't. You the only way out that you possibly have, you can't do. Sorry. <laughs> and Denny's like, nah, I can fix it. <laughs> yeah, they do. Um, for sake of time, I'm just gonna say, look, Denny basically uh, uses the lever to break right where the owl is nesting and uh there's a big hole in the roof and then log log comes up with a futuristic invention called a door yeah <laughs> 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 apparently it's a very so you mean owl. so you mean we don't use mushrooms for that oh okay well no. <laughs> uh, not in this series <laughs> Everything that the the bats seem to use is like mushrooms and moss. <laughs> you don't really have much inside of a cave. So. <laughs> you made a, a mushroom door. Technology. Would that help? <laughs> door. Honestly, sounds like yeah. something from Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> a mushroom door. Yes. After that. But. Now that the door is open, we go all the way back to Kotir, right? Yeah. And we get Mass going to Gingerbeer. I'm like, all right, you're just going to walk in front of me, and the two kids will hide beneath my cloak, and nobody will notice us. And this seems very quick after he just started AK, well, kind of working there. And so they're walking, and Clud's like, hey, check this out. And goes to step on his tail. Great, yep. so we see that the former captain of the guard is basically a teenager. Yep. 
I'll or, show you. I'll show everyone. I'm going to complain about this on my YouTube channel. <laughs> I'm going to block you from my Facebook page. My Go to your tube. Yeah. Go to your tube. <laughs> uh, or would there be a, a more general, like, if the internet existed at the time, what would be, like, the vermin social network? Uh... Hmm. I don't know, but now picturing Sarmina as a neon cat is entering my brain. <laughs> won't leave. Oh, oh no! <laughs> now, she, Jeremy, that, I hate that'd you. be something that someone made about her, and it would be her mission to just try to find it. I, considering <laughs> what we see with Rat Flank in this book, in this section of the book, I'm going to assume he would have done it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So yeah, Ashley gets knocked to the ground, and uh, as the they try to catch catch the escaping prisoners, yay! And Sar Sarmina decides to uh, try to solve this. How she tries to solve a lot of her problems with bows and arrows. Yay! Good. And uh, ooh, oops. Yeah, yeah. Mass takes a tag takes an arrow. That was meant for Gingerbeer, but he had to. Didn't he have to bend over to grab one of the kids? Yeah, Gin. Yeah, yeah. Whoops. Sorry. Am I the only one that feels this whole section was really rushed? Yeah. Yes. And yeah. No, you're not the only one. Sorry. Yeah, I was you're not. Say, like <laughs> yes, it does feel rushed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yes, you are. It feels like we just got introduced to this character and. Did he really have to be killed? Yes. Or dramatic no, effects, I guess. Although, I will say that uh, when I first read this, I was sad. I was really sad when he died. Yeah. Yes, well, I, I was uh, Yeah. How but because, um... To me? No. <laughs> uh, huh? Yeah, I mean, imagine no. someone has made, or at least thought of an idea of an alternate universe... Thing where Mask had survived, but, uh... Well, give it... Yeah, it takes him a while to die, but, uh... If anything, it would have helped um, the Woodlanders win a little quicker, but... He was too efficient, well, he, that's why he had to die. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. yeah. Because, um, I mean, we're outright told that, uh... He outright, or Rotway told the masses, like, yeah, Ferdy Cox, can you tell him I just kind of went up north for a while? Oh, God. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Mass dies, and remember, this is Skipper's brother, and, uh, he does not take it this well. <laughs> no, he doesn't. No. Angry Skipper. You He's a lot, he, <laughs> Prepare to die. <laughs> Clods like saying that. <laughs> and uh, Ginger actually shows just how I mean noble he is, because he he actually is willing to carry Mask the rest of the way back to Brockhall. And yeah, Skipper is still uh, he st he allows it, but you can tell he's pretty pissed. And we're gonna see just how pissed. Oh yeah, yeah. shortly in short order. Yeah, but back. before that, Martin gets captured again. Yeah, by cannibals too. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I just imagine him like being dragged along. Yeah. Like, oh, come on! See, I didn't. I didn't think these toes were actual cannibals. They, they weren't cannibals. No. Threw oh, them yeah. in a pit with a flesh-eating eel monster thing. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to we'll get to him. Yeah, but sacrificed. <laughs> this is more like Temple of Doom if Temple of Doom was in a swamp, <laughs> and had Kermit the Frog as the King. So, Glumbach catching cop three here. The frog, the way yeah. you speak is sticky. That's a good word for it. <laughs> and yeah, we have toads. Toads who wield tridents and they capture Martin. And at this point, Mar- again, I said this in the last episode, but Martin's got to be saying to himself, oh, come on. <laughs> yeah. How many times do I have to do this? <laughs> <laughs> then again, he could be like, at least they're not trying to eat me. We will now throw you to this pit while this monster will try to eat you. Oh, come on. <laughs> and and the Gonf in his most serious is like, Martin, shut up. <laughs> Stop <laughs> saying things. <laughs> you really are bad luck. Yeah. <laughs> Martin's like, at least I still have my dad, so... Oh. <laughs> But guess what, guys? Golf yeah. is not dead. Who is shocked? Yay! Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Hi, Golf. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Golf? Oh, you're not dead. I can only imagine huh. what Martin felt like before they found out that Golf was alive. Is This is yet, at the time, this was yet another close friend that died while adventuring with him or while going with him somewhere. Like, yep. It, if this had been written after Martin the Warrior, I could have seen him having like flashbacks to Rose. Yeah. It's guy love between two guys. <laughs> oh, go if you're alive. And Martin, you sing like crap. <laughs> and uh, yeah, but before we actually get to uh, them trying to escape, because yes, the toads capture them, they throw them in a pit with a giant flesh-eating eel, more than a moment. We have Skipper uh, definitely on a warpath, and even to the point that Amber's like, um, I'm not going to stop you, but dude. <laughs> like, all right, um, we'll, we'll go check out the you need a sni- <laughs> Yeah, You need a Snickers, dude, because uh, you're definitely... F- you get vengeful you're when a- you're hungry. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> this is one of the more, I suppose, human reactions sometimes, uh, like especially with the reaction that... Uh, Martin and Dinny and stuff had with the idea that Martin had died, uh, Skipper's reaction is rather natural anger. Yep. It's one of those oh, yeah. faces God, yes. of grief. Where, and sometimes and, that's, uh, that's unnaturally not seen in reaction to... Honestly? No. I mean, yeah, we get Martin who likes his vengeance kick, first battering, and now the cat. Um, and it's not the only... Only vengeance person we're going to see in the series, but this is one of the more direct versions of this. Skipper's, uh, yeah, he he's acting on pure pure reactionary rage, and I'm not saying this is a bad thing, but no. well, we could, uh, is it yeah. bad that I can appreciate it? Oh no, no, it's 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 definitely that we don't. And this is arguably this is blood wrath. It's not explicitly said blood wrath, but it's about it. We're gonna get. 
Yeah. Here. On uh, on my vacation, I read a few of the Jack Reacher novels, and what the Jack Reacher novels are, uh, essentially, it's just a a man ex-military, Jack Reacher, not a man of the law. He's gonna shoot the bad guys. Ooh, Jack Reacher. And then there's Jason Bourne, and uh, what's what's the what's the guy from uh, our Hunt from Red October? Mm. Crap. Anyway, Sean some of all fears. Yeah, but it, <laughs> the character name is what. I was, yeah, it, we've seen that character before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You killed my brother. Compared to that. Yep. <laughs> I will look and, for you. Uh, I will find you, and I will throw you onto a bunch of javelins. Because <laughs> uh, Skipper and Clud basically come to blows, and both Woodlanders and Sarmenia and her forces—they're smart enough not to get involved. Yeah. Because this isn't even a weapons fight with pointy, sharp pointy objects. This is a feral fight where they're trying to eat each other. They're just trying to beat each other to death at this point. And I like how at first Clud's like, all right, I'll do this. And then after like half a page of Skipper going psycho on him, he's like, oh, God, get me out of here. Yeah. Don't you... That's <laughs> something out of Young I Frankenstein. Swear. I didn't do it. Don't you people know it make a joke? It's Sarmina who shot him. Why don't you try to beat her to death? Yeah, why did he go after Clud specifically? Was it because that he sounded the alarm, or...? Because Clud... Well, I don't know. Because he honestly doesn't know that it was Sarmina who fired the bolt, but, uh... Yeah. So... Plot can be... He basically says, Hey, you... I'm killing you. <laughs> yeah. So, and, uh, yeah, Skipper does really <laughs> freaking brutally. I mean, he doesn't bite him or break his back, and which would be entertaining, but, um... But, well, there's uh, no yeah. ocean for him to throw broken back clut into. No, no <laughs> hugging to death, unfortunately. <laughs> but he does kick Clud into the air, and then he lands on a set of otter javelins, as, and as we are reminded now, otter javelins are pointed on both ends. Yes. And I like, I don't know which one of the otters makes the comment, but then they shout, He got his cloak back! He's pinned to it! <laughs> Fatality. <laughs> Skipper wins. Wasted. <laughs> Wait, is there going to be a round two? Waste. No. <laughs> Respawn. Why would you, why'd you think there'd be a round two? He's dead. <laughs> and uh, rather than rather than just retreat, because uh, obviously if that's one angry otter can do, and she may want to rethink this, uh, yeah, they, uh, chaos reigns, because then the both armies kind of just stop. They look at... They look at the dead body, and they look at each other, and then, yeah, go back to fighting. Yeah, and then the otters escape. They try to go after him, and then all of a sudden, hey, look, there's the uh, there's the pike again, and Sarmina's like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> and, uh, st- yeah, Stormfin, uh, he's happy to be back, so. Yeah. And then for some but reason, he- Ella is there. How'd she get on the other so- side of the river, by the way? I don't know. <laughs> Just kind of pops up there and is like, "Hey, <laughs> get out of here!" Mysterious. Cut magic. it out. Yeah, cut it out, and then she just disappears. <laughs> like, all right. Slaps Apparently, Bella is Batwoman. 
Bad kitty. And, uh, yeah, Sarmian me, start me takes it well. She's just like, uh, once I would have shown you mercy, but not now. I'm going to kill all of you. But, hey, where'd they go? Yeah. <laughs> hey, get back here. I'm ranting. I want, uh, you, you, I wanted to monologue. Come on. <laughs> and, uh, but back in, back with Martin. Yeah. Hi, Gonf. And, oh, we're in the scream hole, and, hey, what's that thing writhing on the floor? Oh. So that's snake why it's fish. called a scream hole. Which, I'm going to try really hard not to call him Snakey Fish, but I just think of Tagarong, and then sometimes no. I just say Snakey Fish. I'm okay with that. I don't remember what his name is, so Snakey Fish is fine. Death Coil. <laughs> Death Coil. No, I thought that was the, the other one. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, those guys. The real metal name. Let's see. Sn- I'm going to call my... S- it is Snakefish. Okay. Yep. That's the... Yeah. But Snakey Fish is fine. Yep. Because <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> it makes him sound like... And as much as we... As much as we pay tribute to the series on this show, yeah, we're going to have fun with it. Yeah. Oh, we, because we haven't already. <laughs> oh, I know, right? I mean, I, we ended up calling one of the villains in Lord Broctree Fraggle Rock. Okay. Yes. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> sue me. Sarmina the cat here. <laughs> I'm here I to uh, kill all your kids, huh? <laughs> oh man, there's two of them. I'm gonna find my brother, and I will kill him. <laughs> I don't know who you are, but I will find you. And I will kill you. Okay, well, back to snake, fi- back to snakey fish. Yeah. <laughs> uh, again, I I had to cast him kind of like similar to Argolor. He's not explicitly evil, and he actually speaks. But it's kind of interesting here. Compa- if this, remembering that this is the second book written, um, he's surprisingly practical, and he's like, "Hey, guys, I gotta eat, but uh." Get away! Get me out of here! I'm I'm open. I'm open. Listening to it. Yeah. I mean, compared to Asmodeus, who would have eaten all of you by now. Right. And, and then he would, also and he'd still be stuck it. down there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then he also says, "You have to think of a plan quick, though, because if you don't, I'm totally going to eat you because I'm really hungry." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will make you feed. Yes. So. Uh, and then he, yeah, while Sarmenia is out there trying to deal with. All the otters and squirrels. Um, she left the base unguarded. Yeah, completely. Like that was not empty. Smart. Yep. And we get Columbine <laughs> and Abbas Germain and Old Dinny are wandering around. We're like, hmm, it's a nice castle. Maybe we should take it. And Columbine's like, no, no, our forces are split. And she like gives all these tactical reasons why they shouldn't do it. And Germain's like. When did you become a general? What's going on? <laughs> Who taught you that? I read. <laughs> I, uh, I mean, yeah, Columbine. Are, I mean, it's not... Um, I mean, this is Shades of Cornflower in the animated series. Mm-hmm. But who, when she was a lot more awesome than her book version. Uh, I, just, I think in but, the book uh, version she was awesome, but in a different way. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fair enough. But that's just me. But uh, Columbine here, she's just like, yeah, we could we could totally invade Kotir right now, hold it, 
and then Sarmini would just laugh as we starved to death. Yep. So, uh, yeah. But we at least take stock of the fortress so we know its weak points, right? Eh, why not? Informals, like, the food here is so terrible, it's not even worth taking. Yeah. And they even go right up to Sarmini's room and, uh... <laughs> Wander around. I mean, they, they, they could have done a lot here. I mean, they could have totally messed with her... Like burning the room down or something. I would have at least but put a thumbtack on her chair. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> or you know maybe some Kilroy esque uh, graffiti on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Abbas Germain was here. <laughs> the most they left was foot- footprints. Yeah. Which I mean it's not tactically unsound, but I would have taken the es- uh, Opportunity to mess with my enemy. Yeah. You, they could have taken the food and just left them in a worse situation. Yeah. Thrown the yeah. food into the water. Yeah. Yeah. Which reminds me, what is the water supply in Kotir? Is it the Gloomer Lake? Because that's kind of gross. Yeah, mm. it is. I don't know, though. Hmm. They don't really Speaking of the moldy bread... They don't address that too much in Redwall. They always are like, no. where's the food at? But they're never like, where's the water at? Actually, we do it's not an issue It's not an issue after the Abbey's built because they have their own interior lake where they can draw water from pretty much any time they want. We actually do get so. a water shortage for uh, Martin's group in a little bit. Do we? Yes. Yeah, when they're wandering yes, al- alongside the sea, oh, uh, yeah. they can't drink anything. Get crabs. Yes, we'll get to that. Um, and uh, Sarmina is like, "Oh, I wouldn't give a pawful of moldy bread." Hey, moldy bread! Um, <laughs> a lot of you, since you guys let your captain get slain by an otter, I'm like, no one. And it, and I have to ask: Is someone from the ranks actually insulting her, or is she hallucinating this? No, no that actually is someone. They yeah. confirm it later. Who it is? Okay. Um, and I just love it where I was like, find that insolent cheeky one. And it says, Ashleg went to go find the cheeky one. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. And she goes back up to her chambers, and hey, there was someone here. And Ashleg's like on his way up and just hears like, Ashleg! And he's like, oh, God, now what? Uh, search code here. Yeah. <laughs> and then she really starts losing him. She's like, search for mice and moles. And then as he's about to leave, she's like, no, wait. Where's Gingivir? Uh, oh. He escaped. No, that's what we thought. Like, she's like completely lost her mind at this point. Yeah. <laughs> a fox that uh, is I mean, a fox. She, <laughs> yeah. she was uh, definitely at the Slygar levels of nuts. Yeah. So I, the re- all the Redwall's efforts have had the unintended effect of driving her nuts. Like yep. they do, they have all these different plans, but they never really think for a second. Like, hmm, I wonder what the psychological effect on our enemy is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, th- th- psychological warfare is not really used very often. I mean, maybe arguably Clooney with the whole stealing the tapestry, but in Matameo when um, Cornflower dons Martin's armor, when they make yeah, the, there's that too. There's definitely that, but yeah, there it's 
And also, as we see later on in this book, kind of Salamandastron itself has a bit of a psychological warfare on everything around it. I mean, it's not like it's a fortress of, comp- of better lords and uh, trained fighting hares who uh, keep the ghost line safe, and that's about it. So, Well, no, because they use, like, the booming voice from it. They have, like, the fake dragon skull and the fire shooting out, things mm-hmm. like that, to try to make it sound like this mystical place, which I guess it actually kind of is, but just not in that way. Yeah. But meanwhile, back in the scream hole. <laughs> uh, yeah. There could have been a better name for that. Yeah. I, I, well, they get out, like, Dinny digs out, and then Snakefish flies up and goes, Toe Flesh! And yeah. I would like to point out another parallel. The swamp creatures that captured Martin are eaten as punishment. Nom, 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 nom. Yep. Waka, 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 waka. Snakefish back on the menu, boys. I can just imagine can kind just of popping as he bites down on them. That is you know, for kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like the sound of balloon popping. <laughs> yes, precisely that. And then, uh, so yeah. And then uh, they they managed to catch the Toad Leader, who we didn't even bother mentioning for now, Marsh Green. And, uh, hey, which way is the Salamandistron? Hey, which way is the Salamandistron? Oh, uh, that way. <laughs> Show us. <laughs> oh, fine. Yep. So. Does anyone see the irony in the frogs using tridents? No. Okay, frog no. hunters use tridents to get frogs. Oh. 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 <laughs> Didn't know this. They're frog hunters? <laughs> okay, people eat frogs and they use tridents to get frogs because the, the three prongs are more are easier to get a frog if it hops away. So it's got more. Oh. Ah, yeah, gotcha. Oh, okay. You know, useful stuff. So we're going to know. Yeah, more you know. But they let Mars Green. Eventually they let Marsh Green know, and then they're on their way, and, uh, guys... Oh, and they can see the flames of the mountain. Yay! Yay! They're still miles away. Uh-huh. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> still took them how long? Two days? <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Back... Back in Mossflower. Meanwhile, at the Brock Hall. <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> Uh, yeah, they they the uh, woodlanders are eating pretty well. So yeah, and as they're enjoying their plentiful amounts of food, they're like, hey, maybe we should flood them out. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? <laughs> yeah. You, I do like though that we actually get to see the group in Mossflower, you know, actively doing something instead of just waiting for Martin and Boar to return. Uh, you know, Abbott Mortimer could have learned something from the past. Uh, My God. Abbott, surrender, but Mortimer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're low on food. <laughs> surrender. Oh. Yeah. Oh, wait, that was... Wait a minute. What do you mean we're low on food? We don't get low on food here. We're Redwall. <laughs> this is the animated series. The writers decided to make it more dramatic. <laughs> we're gonna die. Uh, <laughs> fine. 
Logic does not exist uh, yeah. these animated walls. <laughs> <laughs> back to Gingerbeer at the feast, he's just like, yeah, thanks for the rescue and all, and Skipper, um, I'm glad you got your revenge out, and I'm going to sit away far away from you. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to leave, because if, if my sister knows she's here, she's really going to hunt you. I mean, it's bad as it is, but um, <laughs> I need to go. But a little more in a sad voice than that. Yeah. 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 This is like the classic Harry Potter move. I must leave to keep my friends safe. But yeah. And here's the thing. I'm not doubting that he has a point. Because we already know she's nuts. His sister will... If, if she... She might burn down the forest if, it, if the mood strikes her. But... He could actually... If he could show as be a figurehead for both Woodlanders and, you know, show her troops that, hey, there's another wildcat out there, and hey, he actually cares about the people under his command, and hey, he has food. Mm. He might actually just desert to the point that uh, she would lose from just, you know, army collapse. Yeah, nobody ever considers the enemy troops. Like, if Gingerbeer was like, we will actually feed you and it will be grand, they probably abandoned Sarmina in three seconds. <laughs> yeah. The, um, Speaking of abandoning troops. On, it may have been later on uh, than what we're talking about right now, but one of them did actually mention how it would have been better to be back under Green Eye, Verduga, or even Thank you. I, I do want to bring that point up, too. Mm -hmm. Because, again, we're not saying that her dad was a good person, because obviously he wasn't. We do know that he crushed the original, the first rebellion, and, yeah, he kind of took food from the existing farmers here, and, I mean, but we do see that he wasn't, cruel about it. He actually did look after his soldiers. So, it's, he actually cared about their well-being, to a point. Yeah. But, who's crinkling something? Somebody eating candy. Yeah, apparently. I <laughs> am, but that time it wasn't me. I do have Coca-Cola little gummy bottle, so. You'll never yeah. Okay. Um, those are good. Anyway, what I was saying, it's obvious that not only does she not care about her soldiers, she really doesn't care that the fact that they're running out of food. I mean, yes, we, she's nuts at this point, but... Yeah. I figure. Not a very good strategist. I get the feeling and she's someone that always wanted to be queen, be a leader, but never really understood what that entailed. Yeah. Entailed. Yeah, and... I didn't. That was that pun was not on purpose, but I realized it right after I said it. Corum was. It's you could arguably make the case here that if um, the more executive power she took away from Dad, and the more she pushed the Woodlanders to their breaking point, if you know, if she had, if she'd had uh, honestly realized what she was doing, or you know, her brother was in charge, none of this would have happened. Power is hell hey, It is. <laughs> Speaking. But, meanwhile, back with our four travelers, they're running out of water. Well, before we cut back to them, actually, we do see that uh, Ashleg, head of Coter Vermin HR, it's like, 
Forget it. I'm done. Bye. Retiring early. Yeah. I'm not even putting in my two weeks' notice. You all can go to hell. Bye. Pretty much. And I don't blame him. No. I don't no. either. No. It was the... Uh, no. He had actually left right after the, uh, Sarmina wanted him to search for mice and moles. Yeah. Well, because and, he dug yeah. her claws into his shoulder. Yeah. And I was like, rawr. <laughs> that was when, like, she's like, where's Gingivere? And, like, freaking out. And he's like, I just serve you. You know, I served your father loyal, and I loyal served to you. your whole family. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, yes. And she's like, oh, yes. That means you're loyal to Gingivere. And he's like, I didn't mean it like that. Can I take it back? Living with a mad <laughs> queen. Also, yeah. um. Yeah. I don't want to go too far back, but. Uh, when they were tracking down Mask, uh, they found the blood and they tasted it and they said it's otter blood. How? That's dark. How? Yes. Oh. It was otter blood, I ask you. It's an acquired taste. Um, I think the more <laughs> important question is do we really want to know? <laughs> yeah. Yes. This isn't Doom White, so, but, uh, and, so I, I think we're going to say we don't need to know. I need to know. <laughs> These are the important questions. Yeah. Can you show me. Huh? Are you singing no. the song from Tarzan? Oh, I don't know about the strangers like me. And we're moving on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Martin's group is out of water and out of food, and they're sucking on pebbles to try to keep themselves from dehydrating too much. Hey, hey what are those sequels? <laughs> sucking pebbles. What? Are <laughs> is that actually a thing? Does that work? I, I believe it actually. Uh, I tried to play it times yeah. as a kid, but I never ex- had any grand effects from it. Yeah. So basically, what it is when you have something like that in your mouth, it produ- it helps you produce saliva. And oh, okay. Yeah. Um, it retains like, some water. Yeah. It's. I mean, it's not going to stop you from completely dehydrating, but let's say if you're like chewing gum or something, or just have something in your mouth that'll make you produce more saliva. It'll make you feel less hydrate, less dehydrated, but it's not going to hydrate you. Right. Because it's all just in your body. It'll distract you a little bit. Oh, yeah, because your your mind um, gives up before your body does, so as long as you can keep yourself distracted from the dryness. Right. So, yeah, uh, they eventually find a uh, something. Seagulls are attacking something, and this is kind of like whoa. Uh, just uh, uh, right out of nowhere, they find a dead old rat. Huh. One part I found interesting about this is Martin's apparent uh, concern for it. Like this is a rat, no less. But he's clearing the sand out of his eyes and offering to help him, even though he didn't know he was dead. Yep. Yeah, I and think he, it had more to do with the fact that he was old and feeble looking. And I think yeah, Martin yeah. does have a, a lot of empathy. Here's the thing. Martin is... He's not the uh, he's not the worst bad guy we're going to come when it comes to blood wrath or fantastic racism or anything else like that. But he, he is this bloodthirsty warrior that lives throughout through Redwall's history. And, you know, we're eventually told he gives on the way of peace. But he's not uncompassionate. He's not crazy. He's not fell, though, for crying out loud. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's Martin sees this 
per, like this creature living in the middle of nowhere, and it's like, well, also maybe this could be a potential friend, someone we can talk to, um, and. Well, to be fair, this isn't the first elderly creature that has died near Martin. Yeah. Wow. Real okay, yeah. Bye, Grandma. Yeah, Grandma. <laughs> oh, wow. So, yeah, they... They eventually find this rat and, uh... Or is that after the crab? Uh, this I is after the crab, I believe. Okay, so gone no, chances of the right crab. No, before. Yep. They get attacked by this deadly monster that Gon starts dancing along with. Yes. <laughs> I actually find this funny every time I read it. <laughs> I, I yeah. Gon's <laughs> just so ridiculous. <laughs> and he even bows to it, and he's like, thank you very much. I look forward to seeing you at the next, like, just rock know that social. If, if looks could kill, <laughs> yeah. the crab would have murdered him ten times over. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the crab was more confused than anything else. It's like, what, what, what just happened? I'm, uh, what's happening? <laughs> Stupid. And then, I thought, and then, and then, twenty generations later, this huge crab shows up at Redwall. I want Gom's descendants. <laughs> <laughs> Where are the Gom clones? Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Doom White. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then, uh. With uh, now, Clud is gone. Ashleg is gone. Although Sarmine only knows is like, oh, he, Ninjira uh, kidnapped Ashleg. Yeah, sure, we'll go with that. Ninjira has kidnapped Ashleg. I am Ninjira. I kidnap your soldiers. <laughs> Sarmine is like, I'm not insane. I'm totally normal. Those voices in my head told me so. <laughs> Lady. <laughs> Have you been drinking the salt water? <laughs> <laughs> I found plenty of fresh water. It's where the gloomer lived. Oh, no. Probably full of rat food. Yeah, we're not going to question that too hard. Um, <laughs> These creatures do not go to the bathroom in this series, ever. <laughs> yeah, I've noticed. Um, endless food receptacles. Have you seen how much food they eat? <laughs> like I said, they're endless food receptacles. Uh, explains Fire Hugo. Um, do you know what pigs do with their poo? <laughs> We're not... No, no. Yes. I'd like to point out that Rat Blank's name is essentially Rat Butt. I hate my... And he becomes a captain. Captain Rat Butt, I will follow you to the end of the earth. Stop calling me that. And this is why people like Chicken Hound changed their name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Blank, <laughs> Floater, Chicken Hound. Ungatron, mm. Clud, Fargol, <laughs> or whatever the heck that character's <laughs> name actually was. Clud. Martin. Clud. Kangaroo. <laughs> <laughs> and, but yes. They... Yeah. Brog and Rifling are made captains, and, uh, yeah, they really should know know better by now, but hey, okay. Uh, it even says, like, Brog was at first happy he got promoted, then he immediately regretted it. Sounds but there's no HR to complain to anymore. Yeah, I was going to so. say, it sounds like the typical uh, attitude for all the, all the ruling people in this fortress. 
like somebody's like, "Yay, I'm queen!" Oh man, now I have to actually make decisions. So <laughs> now I got to do stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Is this what it feels like to grow up? <laughs> so. Yeah. Yes. Unfortunately. Um. So afterwards, yeah, that's where we run to the dead rat, touching with seagulls, and they raid his house for food. Well, he's not going to use it. Sorry. I mean, yeah, they, 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 uh, I mean, they're, they're not uncompassionate. They do bury him, but, uh, yeah. Hey, he's got food. They got, he's got water. Dibs. Well. <laughs> yeah. And I yeah. do have to say the song that Gaunt sings is pretty beautiful in the audiobook. Also, the guy has a really good voice, so that helps. Uh, how, do, how do they play it? I mean, do they play it serious? Or yeah. It's not the... Hey, I'm the inside of a swan now. No, um. <laughs> no this is like, I think it's like the first serious, except for the, I guess the grace was a little bit serious. So yeah, this one, this one was, was totally serious. Well, that's better. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, the Red Wallers attempt to dam the river. Or at least direct just a little bit of it. Yeah, they create uh, flood tunnels. Oh, did I say Red Wallers? Uh, well, Woodlanders. Future Red Wallers. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and yeah, they're, they're going to tunnel tunnel uh, basically from the river to uh, to Kotur and uh, yay, and they're going to flood it. Yep. So, Meanwhile, Sarminia is uh, sitting on her roof with a uh, Bow and arrows, and oh, I'm gonna find you, brother. Actually, show that other. She wanders out into the forest, actually. Yeah, and and um, no one thinks to take advantage of this. Well, Brog is like you should tells this one guy like, hey, go and follow her, make sure she's not unprotected, and she's like, all right, I'll totally find her, and he's running through, and then she shoots him and goes, I got you, ginger beer. Hey, why are you wearing a red shirt? <laughs> <laughs> Private Jimmy, no! Quince the stoat. It's a very catchy name. Maybe if his name yeah. had been Eyes Open the Stoat, he would have seen the arrow coming. <laughs> Maybe. Too soon. <laughs> that was his brother, and uh, he he didn't want anything to do with Kotir. He, so, he was woke. Open. He was woke. He yeah. left. Oh. <laughs> I want to die after using that word now. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so, while Ratplank and Brog are raiding the remaining food stores that are actually decent... Um, <laughs> They're such responsible captains. And I'm sure that'll gain the loyalty of their troops, right? Yeah, he's got a jam of, like, a jar of jam on his face, like, <laughs> licking out all the jam. <laughs> I need to take stock of our rations. There's no <laughs> Reminds me of the time my sister and I, we were about, I don't know, three and four, and we decided to climb up on my mom's counter and take the sugar canister down and, like, uh. dig in with our berries. <laughs> 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 Just make sure it's so good. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah my, my, little, uh. my little brothers and sisters have poured the sugar straight into their mouths. Mmm, sugar. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think fun dip is? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Poison. <laughs> Not inaccurate. Um, <laughs> so, Martin, Martin Logalog 
Denny and Gonk get closer to the mountain. They set up camp, and they wake up, and there's uh, hares enjoying their food. <laughs> they just kind of appear around the fire with them, and they just kind of start talking. They're like, hi, guys. guys. <laughs> We're here now. Uh, this guy, like, whispers in his ear. It's not paranoia. You kill a bunch of jelly old sea rats? No, no, no. I killed, ba- I killed Bad Ring. Don't worry about Marshank. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Martin's like, hey, that's ours. And he stand up and fight you, dirty sneaks, and they're like, sneaks? Or hares? And it, I know basils are a prototypical one, but these guys are still fun. Yeah. So. The way they play off of each other is unique. Well, it gets very boring at Salamander's run when they're not at war. They've got to find something to do. Yeah. Finish each other's sandwiches. sentences. <laughs> Why not both? <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, by we the way, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we're here... We are here to uh, take it to the mountains, so uh, yeah, let's get going. Uh, we lost Drew. Oh no! <coughs> no. Well, I'm sure he'll be back. So. Oh, there he is. See? I Drew? messed it up. Drew. Drew. <laughs> I was trying to put my phone on my face, and then I hit the end call button. <laughs> oh no! It's okay. Nice. <laughs> Well, you didn't miss much. So, we well, just said the Harris were trying to take them back to the mountain. So, yeah. We're so, taking yeah, the yeah. Harris. We're your escort. What did you say? <laughs> uh, old Flash. Good times. <laughs> I'm old. So, yeah. So, yeah, they very just take them right to the mountain. Very, they were very cryptic with how they uh, how they knew that they would be uh, bringing him in. Yeah. Yeah. They did. They're kind of teases. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do like this entry uh, into the actual entrance into Salamandastron. It's a single file path between the rocks into a cave, and they uh, they climb up the ladder. I don't remember this hmm. in any of the other books. I thought it was Neither just a I. gate, basically, yes. in the side. The structure yeah. of Salamander well, here's the thing. does seem to change a lot throughout the years. I was about to say, yeah, Redwall seems pretty consistent regardless of the book we're in, with some minor variations. Salamandastron changes considerably between books. Yeah. All the way in Brocktree, we know there is a back door that requires going underwater and through a cave of pinchy crabs. The amount of hairs that mm. populate it also seems to vary throughout the years. Like, in this one, there's... By far. Yeah, in this one, it's like six. six. Yeah. And... Ten, right? Okay, ten of them. But, like, then in Outcast, there's... It sounds like there's a lot of them. Uh And then in Salamandastron, the book, we know there's, like, 40. And then in the Long Patrol, there's, like, a thousand. Yeah, that's because they breed like hares. (laughs) (laughs) Well, only only when they need to, apparently. (laughs) There's one thing we know how to do. It's multiply. (laughs) But, hey, cut out those adding machines. (laughs) (laughs) 
So yeah, and suddenly we get our secondary antagonist for the this book too, Bane the Fox. Yes. And because I all know you're thinking of the jokes <laughs> from The Dark Knight Rises, yep. let's get them out of the way now. <laughs> all right, Jeremy, go. I might be able to help you with those woodlanders. What? That was I awful. I can help you with those woodlanders. I can't understand a word you're saying. Unfortunately, I can. <laughs> you would. You were born in Mossflower, but I had adopted it. Uh, I, I when I first read the book, I had I had opened it up to a random page, and I had seen Bane, and for some reason I had made I I had figured that Bane was actually the badger, and I thought that they had gone to go find the badger, and he had turned sides, and I was like, oh, this is going to oh. be good, but then I was huh. wrong. <laughs> Still, unfortunately. I was I was I was actually pretty interested. I thought that the badger would be the good guy, but for some reason I thought that Bane was the badger. Hmm. I mean, well, we've never really addressed it on the show, and we're gonna need. And honestly, I want to save it for both Outcast and Tagarong. But no, we've never really talked about the whole species determining alignment. So, yes, we've had actual little tra- individual traders, freaking voles. Yeah. Um. <laughs> But not, there's been very few people who have actually gone full-fledged against their own species stereotype. We're going to talk about the occasional cases that do come up, but this is one of the biggest noted criticisms of the entire franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, I, how do you guys figure Brian decided what species were good and which ones were evil, quote-unquote? I think in an interview he said, like, by the name of the species, like, you know, a fox sounds like a, a shifty fellow. Like, the kind of the names of the actual species he thought sounded good or bad. Mm-hmm. That's what it seems like. It was like weasels and rats. I've heard that it was also based on uh, folk legends and how these species that are talked about are usually the um, bad guys, they're tricksters stuff yeah. like that in folk tales because um, before I thought you know based on basically meat eaters versus vegetarians but badgers and otters are both meat eaters and badgers are actually far from the noble creatures that we see in the red locals uh. <laughs> yeah. they they eat baby foxes quite enjoyably. So pretty close to the badgers in the Redwall series. <laughs> <laughs> Babies. Well, ones we've seen. Mushroom, yeah. mushroom. Gosh. No, anyway. no. Also, otters are it's in the fer- are in the weasel family. Hmm. I also was just thinking. So, do the villain tribes ever have any water-going creatures? Like we have the good guys have the otters, and later on the like seals and stuff like that. But are there any water-dwelling villains in this series? I mean, there's water rats. Hmm. Water rats. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's, that's true. That's that's yeah, there's bowls. <laughs> <laughs> other than sea rats. 
and the like, the, we don't really see any aquatic um, vermin. I mean, ex- I mean, there's a good mix of species that are expressly pirates, but yes, there's nothing explicitly aquatic like an otter. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, moving back to Bane, he he and his uh, sixty people, uh, sixty creatures, horde the mini horde. He's a mercenary. Uh, they stumble right into Sarmenia coming home, and uh, he outright says, "Yeah, when he sees Kotir, he's like, gonna be mine." <laughs> um, to himself, and he's found Sarmenia alone outside of her own fortress. You think he would have? He could have uh, just, yeah, he could have ended this right here and now. But hey, yeah. It always surprised me, too, that Sarmina, before she let him in, didn't, like, pull his tail and his whiskers to check if he was actually a fox. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think she would have learned by now. I'm totally a, I'm totally a fox. Carminia, what are you talking about? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, okay, uh... And she's like, oh, you want, you want to help me with Kotir? I'll make you an offer. You'll be, uh, my co-ruler. And uh, Bane's like, uh, yeah, I don't believe that for a second, but sure, why not? <laughs> well, yeah. Bane's like, uh, she comes in, and yeah, again, Kotir's significantly lacking for qualified officers because he's already shown more tactical sense than everybody else. Yep, and his ambush actually like, works. Yeah. He's like, if you don't want to, if you want to show the Woodlanders you mean business, forget about spies. We just need to be be quick about this. Either we have the superior numbers, we basically come the fortress, kill anybody we find, or take the risk prisoner, and, or, oh, I don't know, burn it to the ground. Yes, which could be very dangerous. Yeah. Like if you started mm-hmm. a forest fire. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of such, looking outside at the smoker. Oh, you're in California? Mm. We're getting the smoke from California, at least. Oh, wow. Fun times. But yes. Uh, so yeah, meanwhile, Columbine's learning archery, and yeah, we're back at the Woodlanders. Hmm. Now that they don't really do much here, so moving on. And now we find Martin is finally inside Salamandastron. And remember... Folks, this is the second book written, so this is the first viewpoint we've ever seen of this. Uh, this is an extent uh, we met. We've talked about it in Brock Tree. We talked about it in um, what else? Brock Tree. <laughs> Brock Tree. And uh, yeah, so it's it it's an extinct volcano with it that essentially is a military fortress. It's and uh, pretty impressive. Like it. Yeah feels, the descriptions of it feel very different from everything we've seen so far. And and Martin's like, wow, you're big. Yeah, Yeah, just the way (laughs) Jake's describes Boar in this section is just, makes it feel like he could just walk up to Kotir and punch it and and every single vermin inside would die from the shock. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, oh yeah, I totally know you guys were coming. So, 
Wait, what? <laughs> he knows their names. <laughs> How did you know he was... And, a, uh, yeah. I know many things. <laughs> Goff, put that back. Aww. When he, under his breath, he's like, Yes, I got it right. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I'm just guessing here. <laughs> So yes, uh, when we're to, all right, told the forge basically powers the flames that show up out of the mountain. Neat. It's absolutely insane. Yeah. So and we're also told that Denny's grandfather, old Denny, was a friend of Boar in his youth. Aww. Once again, the ages of uh, badgers and in relation to other creatures kind of skews. Yeah. Also, Rip Fang must be super old by now. No kidding. According to Word of God, <laughs> yeah. according to the Word of God, uh, Jake's himself, these are two different Rip Fangs. Uh, but, for the sake of comedy, no, they're not. Yeah. <laughs> they just happen to have the same name and the same gross, creepy tooth. Yeah, and just both happen to be sea rats. Come out and fight me! <laughs> you Maybe this is Rip Fang Jr. Rip Fang died, I don't remember. And, uh, Boar's fantastic racism. Because <laughs> uh, Logolog actually mentions, yeah, my tribe was kind of captured, and I escaped, but, uh, yeah, I'm going to get him back. And then Boar just outright, just, like, almost freaking blood rat. And he's like, eh, sea rats, dirty charges, murdering scum. And Martin's just like, dude. <laughs> he's not I, wrong. <laughs> I mean, was no. just about to help an old sea rat. Well, who knows how awful that old sea rat was when in his youth. Yeah, I, I don't see that as, quote-unquote, racism. It's more, for if you've spent the majority of your life fighting sea rats, you'd Probably be probably be on a hair trigger about what they what they do. Mm. The old sea rat on the beach was actually the first rip thing. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, um, when they first see the ocean, they're all amazed except for Logalog. Didn't Martin grow up by a coast? Wasn't that the whole thing? Yeah. Wasn't that explained in the book earlier? Well, he's been bashed yeah. in the head so many times, he might have forgotten what it looked like. <laughs> well, he clearly remembers <laughs> that he lived in caves by the coast. <laughs> Not very long, but yes, he did. <laughs> oh my gosh, I've never seen the ocean before. <laughs> and then he turns in the con. Who are you? <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> What's this well, thing hanging around my neck? <laughs> Where's, Where's my dad? Oh, I made myself sad. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> and yeah, Martin basically says to Boar, uh, by the way, yeah, you need to come home because your daughter could really use your help. And he's like, nah, you're good enough. Wait, what? <laughs> the power was inside you all along. Well, it's not even that. It's like he tells Boar this whole story and Boar's like, oh, very interesting. So what's up with that sword around your neck? Martin's yeah. like, really? That's... Oh yeah. Hey, I guess you don't want to know about that. Oh yeah, this is my dad's sword. And 
Bordis looks it over and he's like, oh. yeah, I could totally repair this. And Martin's like, don't you care about your daughter? I could totally repair this sword. <laughs> there yeah. must have been a pretty bad divorce. <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh, that's, what, that's, that's was actually kicked out by his wife. <laughs> that, oh my gosh. You think of Bor, now imagine his wife. <laughs> Oh, man, we don't even know her right name, up. but okay. Verdaga <laughs> waited to invade Mosflower <laughs> until she, after she died. <laughs> she kicked Boar out. <laughs> and then he, he... That would make a lot of sense, because then he went to his dad's place and went, Oh, no, no. with you! <laughs> Official headcanon confirmed. Oh my oh, gosh, this is actually awful. <laughs> um... We do get a good moment, though, with Boar, where he echoes essentially what Squire Julian tells Math- Matthias in Redwall, that the sword is just a sword. It doesn't make him a war... Like, the sword doesn't make him the warrior. And it's good to see that, you know, we had, like, this wiser character say it in Redwall, and so it shows Boar's not just all muscle. Like, he actually has a brain to go with it. Stop trying to impress your values and these lessons on me. I'm trying to enjoy this book. <laughs> Yeah, and, but yes, back to Boar, and he does actually mention. Well, he's gonna work on. Oh, before they uh, we get to see Brock Tree, and, and yeah, we're gonna get to him in a moment. Um, we we find that the the quartet is finally getting down to sleep after a very long day, and they even had a bath that's power warmed by the forge. And that must have been awesome. And uh, Gomp is keeping everybody up with a song. I <laughs> this is the best, one of the best comedy moments. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like what rhymes with deep? Whack. At last, the weary travelers sleep. have reached their heart's desire. We've we quested overland to reach the mountain of the fire to meet with Boar the Fire, who knows secrets deep and dark and deep. Dark and deep. right, scratching his whiskers. What rhymes with deep, ladies? Three wet towels knocked him flat. You might try sleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I almost would have believed that if Gonf even tried anything more, Mark would have gagged him with the towel. Go sleep. Go sleep. Go sleep. And that you can't silence Gonf. He's a force of nature. <laughs> But yes, back in the Woodlanders, they get ambushed in the morning, and it's actually, it's one of the more, uh, I wouldn't call it successful, but yes, they do rout the Woodlanders temporarily. I would call it catastrophic. Uh-huh. Skipper takes an arrow, Amber loses an ear. Ow. And, uh, yeah. They get the heck out of Dodge. They lose about six and people, and that drives them into mad rage. Yes. Yeah, about that. Um, we're told that the Woodlanders lost six. Okay. And Bane's like, well, how many of ours did we lose? Oh, ten. Yep. <laughs> Acceptable. Yeah. This was a victory? <laughs> I think he was more in shock. Like, wait, what? <laughs> Seen it all before. Yeah. How many of ours did we lose? Three ferrets, a stoat, a weasel, four rats, and a fox. Bane shook his head in amazement. Good job, we outnumbered them. No prisoners? I, thi- huh. I think he was referring to the Woodlanders. Like, holy cow, they're actually not that bad. <laughs> like, this is why Tarmina hasn't been able to defeat them. 
but... Yeah, uh, Bane? Yeah, you might want to get out when you still can. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they they found the, the Woodliners digging project, but they did the... The vermin side can't figure out what they're doing. Huh. I wonder what that's about. Yeah. What were they doing? Who cares? <sighs> catastrophic for us in the end. I don't care. <laughs> so, yes. And when they get to back to Brock Hall, we're like, um, ouchies? Yeah. And... Bella's like, well, I'm going to go look for an alternate headquarters just in case they find this one. It's like calling a Mortimer. Couldn't you send someone who, you know, isn't the leader? And effectively the this, the de- dethroned princess? Yes. That's what she is? Yeah. And I mean, and she might think that a badger would have an easier time taking care of herself than one of the smaller woodlanders, yeah. but that's the only reason I could think of. I'm just saying they could have sent, like, a squirrel to, like, bound through the trees and everything. Yeah. Sarmina's forces do have a hard time catching them. And as we shortly find, the minute Bella leaves, Skipper and Amber decide to take things and take matters into their own hands. Oh, yeah, now they're both, both like, vengeance. Vengeance. Yep. Vengeance. Vengeance. <laughs> hey, where did... Hey, how did Dr. Claw get in here? <laughs> Scoot! Go away! I'll get you next time, Gadget. Hey, 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 I ain't Gadget. This is not your show. Out. No. I like to talk about Redwall as well. Hey, Broctory, we got another one for you. (laughs) I'm going to talk like this for the rest of the episode. Oh, that's going to be hell on your throat, dude. That's going to be hard on your voice. It's going to kill your throat. (laughs) Okay, back to the... (laughs) So we flash back to Salamandistron, and uh, yeah... They're having fun. This is basically a beach resort at this point. I, w- they're like, eh. I would like to point out chapter 37, at least, in the original uh, so- uh, uh, soft cover release. It spoils Martin's new sword. <laughs> it does in the ebook version. Chapter is his sword. Sad. Thanks. Yeah, ebook does it too. Thanks for that. Great. I don't know, that never bugged me back in the day, but this time when I was rereading it, that really ticked me off. I was like, oh, God, thanks. Okay, so... Um, Bor leads Martin up to the, uh... stash room. (laughs) (laughs) Bor's like, I got this new thing delivered yesterday. You're gonna love it. Why only Martin? And uh, and then there is Brock Tree sitting in on his armor on a throne. And I, at, when I read this, I'm like, that's just his armor, right? Or it's a statue? Oh, oh, oh no, <laughs> no! I'm the ghost of Brock Tree. <laughs> Dust my armor. Slow down, Seriously disturbing. Dust it. Slowly. <laughs> Oh, like, yeah, that's my dad. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm going to hear, like, Do it slowly. <laughs> Bore uses the old helmet as a bong. Yeah. Oh, no. Gross. It's going to be edited out. <laughs> Maybe. I haven't decided yet. Alrighty. <laughs> Probably. Um. <laughs> so, yeah. I love this bit where Bore's, like, he, where he touches his dad reverently. Um. 
That's my dad. Yeah, uh, he was when I found this place. He was alive and still well. We ru- he ruled here, and we were happy for many seasons. And then he died. Now he's part of the legend of the mountain, and I totally didn't just crash here because my wife kicked me out. <laughs> <laughs> Large yeah. woman. So, uh, yeah, and then we see c- this was kind of indicated in Brock Tree with Stonepaw and later Brock Tree and drugs. Um, but <coughs> Boar indicates kind of this is, for lack of a better term, this is the prophecy room. And we even get the same names that uh, that Stonepaw mentioned. Hey, yeah, it's Earth on the River, Spirulated Gorse, Ustripe the Wild, etc. And uh, yeah, apparently this room tells the future. And oh my god, what? I- I'm sorry. I'm gonna have to call this out because this is one thing I I don't mind a bit of Mild Destiny. You know the whole Matthias this Martin thing. Fine, whatever. Um. Because there's some, but the idea that not only do badgers can see the future through drugs and carve it into the wall, it's just it's a little much for me reading this as an adult, and I'm like, really? This is, ugh. It, it's not an element I like about this at all. It's not explained very well. Yeah. No. No, it's not. I mean, we can't even say, oh, you know, Boar's a seer, because that's a thing that happens in the series. But not here. So. Yeah, it's just weird. And, like, he figures out that he's going to die. And I think, is this the first time he realizes it? I guess. Martin, it was like Martin could see the little arrow that Boar could not see. His eye, uh, let me see if I can find it real quick. It was something about his eyes being buried. No, I'm reading it right now. Martin studies the picture closely. Over here, it looks very faint. It could be good to be trees, wood or forest, and dark forest was already mentioned. This looks like a whip and an arrow. What does it mean, Boar? And, uh, well, the whip is a scourge of sea rats, and the arrow, which way does it point? Oh, down the hall where your father sits. Oh. Okay, Martin. Yep. And then he gets very angry and screams in the echo chamber, and poor Martin, like, gets brain damage again. Bad trip. Bad trip. <laughs> <laughs> he wakes up, he just has all this ringing what? in his ears. Yeah. What? Great. Now Martin's got tinnitus. Yep. <sighs> what? And, uh, yeah, now we have the, uh, we get the sword. And I admit, this is a cool moment. I really like this we get, This was really Boar awesome. explains that, Boar explains that, yeah, I found that Lupin over here found a star fall from the sky, and it was a, it was a hop of, lump of metal, and she brought it back to me, and I just made your sword into, into star metal. In one night. And this is not the... Yeah, and this is not the first. Yeah, because that's how how you know, like good sort actual sorts. Yeah, seal forging doesn't take time and effort, and it took me take thirty a lot more hours to make the sword. It took me thirty hours, and I started with good steel. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and uh, Bor has essentially revived 
Luke's sword, and now it's Martin the Warrior's sword. We're never going to see it referred to anything else, but again, it is truly Martin's sword, It's and it can basically cut through anything. It's not the first time we've seen this trope, and it's not that it's not cool, but... And while I like Martin's little, uh... You know, sword dance, and he cuts the thing off the anvil. I'm not gonna lie, and Jeremy will appreciate this. I just heard the the music from when Link pulls the master sword in the Zelda game. <laughs> <laughs> Same here. Nice. And, right strike. Yeah. And though I will say, yeah. Martin needs to be careful because when he slices off the end of that anvil, it actually says everyone has a duck because it almost took someone's eye out. <laughs> you shoot your eye out, kid. Yeah. <laughs> But, yeah, that whole sequence was awesome. Just, like, Martin clutching the sword and just at first staring at it, like, in amazement of what he's now... Like, the weapon he now wields. Yep. And, uh... Yeah, it's it's kind of an awesome sight. So, props to that. Ah... Back to the uh, Woodlanders. Yeah, Skipper and uh, Lady Amber. <laughs> they, they're gonna have a little fun with this. By fun, I mean you shoot you full of arrows. <laughs> yeah. So Armina's forces are about to leave, and then all of a sudden, just arrows and javelins everywhere. And uh, I love it because they even have someone check, like, here, go see if they're out there. Are they there? I don't see. <laughs> Somehow they got the main gates open and we're shooting through it. Yep. How did they get the main gates open, I ask you? I would assume the dumb guard forgot to lock them. <laughs> Considering how stupid some of the guards are in this book, I would not put that above them. Thicker than a rock. Uh, yep. Pizza delivery! <laughs> <laughs> Hey, wait, you've got food? <laughs> Open the gates. <laughs> I've got bread that doesn't have mold on it. <laughs> yep. And uh, then they decide to just close all the doors and windows, and they're like, just stay away from the windows and just stay inside, which, while it does you know, provide us with a good funny moment of, oh, they're shooting fire arrows just in this one window, and so I mean, it's like, my room! <laughs> um, yep. I'm gonna borrow a line from Dave the Barbarian here. Oh no! They set fire to my room. I keep my dollies. I mean, my weapons in there. <laughs> um, okay, come on. Who else can see with Tarzmenia playing with Sarmenia with playing with uh, little action figures? No, sir. I didn't like Dark Helmet with your dolls again. <laughs> <laughs> well, there are no witnesses to that. Yeah. No. <laughs> um. But it does showcase that even though the Woodlanders got the jump on them, Kotur Castle itself is still an obstacle to them because while they're able to burn the room a little, they can't actually do anything to the vermin once they're actually holed up in the castle. And they don't exactly have the numbers for a full siege. So it does show us that Sarmina's forces with that castle that it's still a tactical advantage. It's like an evil rebel. Yep. Yep. And we get back to Salamanistron, and uh, Martin is actually going through some sword training. Huh. That's a ni- good idea. Yeah. It does no. say that really? there's not much that 
you can teach him, but then Border takes it a step further. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, okay, oh, turn, turn it up a notch. Yeah, because, um, look, I'm not saying Luke didn't teach him something before he left, but Martin won the fight against Bad Rang more out of sheer willpower yeah. than skill. We have established that Luke is not the best father. Yeah. <laughs> no, he is no. not. <laughs> and, yeah, so Martin actually gets a full day of sword training, and hey, huh. There's a ship out there. Before we get to that, though, I forgot, though, yeah, there's the fake dragon head. Yep. Which never shows up again. Yes. Mm -hmm. Huh. Uh, yeah, it, it's basically a dragon head. They put fire into it to scare the... scare the... scare the rats. And, oh, oh, there's the ship. It's there, Hi, I Fang. guess. <laughs> I love how... Lupin kind of pulls on Bor and is like, "Come away!" He's just trying, like a mother. <laughs> it's it's, it's kind of cool that they have such sort of a close relationship that she feels comfortable doing that. Yep. I do like afterwards where they essentially have the moment where Bor challenges him and they see him nod essentially with his uh, flag, and Martin goes, "Then you're going to fight Rip Fang tonight?" And then Bor just looks to him and goes, "No, I'm going to kill him." Yep. Oh. I'm like that made me shiver. But and then he, tr at one point, Martin actually said, or Bor says, "Hey, Martin, this really isn't your fight. You can leave." But Martin's like, "No, uh, you made me this sword. At least I can do is stand by you." Yeah. And uh, again, he speaks for the whole group here, and I have to think. Logalog's like, uh. About that. <laughs> <laughs> I just joined up with you guys. No, they all agree to it. Yeah. <laughs> so. Consensual. Yep. And uh but he, he forbades uh the two the two hairs we're introduced to who are uh kind of the, the dating the married couple with kids, they're like, Yeah, you guys get to stay inside the fortress alone. Keep the the fire burning. Everybody else, you're with me. Now, here's the weird thing, especially with the aging. Those two, um, Starbuck and Breeze, was it? Mm -hmm. They were young in this book, but by the time Sunflash gets there, they are old and decrepit and dying, pretty much. That's how old they are. <laughs> yep. And Sunflash is not old. I mean, he's not he's not he's not old when he gets there, but he was a baby when Bella was. Verdaga. <laughs> like I wouldn't say baby. Oh. He was maybe teenager when Verdaga came in. The ages are interesting. They are. Well, they've established yeah, that badgers age slower than everybody else, or at least live longer if they don't get killed in battle. I mean, Craig Craig lives through like three books, yeah. so yeah. yeah. Four books, actually. And Bella herself is at least two, if not more. Yeah, three, I believe. Three, yeah. This one, Legend of Luke, and Outcast. And she's very old in yeah. Outcast. Yeah. But yeah, then Bort lets them, he gives them an opportunity to make it to the Sea Rat ship and steal it. Yes. 
<sighs> All the way back to Bane. Yep. Oh, this is a long book. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> it feels no. very sudden that Sarmina and Bane are already just kind of almost at each other's throats. Like, they start off as, you know, let's work together. I'm probably going to betray you later, but don't worry. Let's work together for now. And now all of a sudden, I hate you. I hate you more. <laughs> yep. Oh, and then there's the, the heckler in the back. Just kiss already. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, rat flank. I think I read that. Fan fiction. Okay. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Of course it exists. <laughs> and if it didn't, it definitely does now. Yep. Oh, I'm writing it oh, at God. this second. <laughs> You're sick. <laughs> Love sick. Anyway, um, before we get to that, we get uh, while the, the two are squabbling, we have Abstermain back at Brock Hall. Like, hey, we were all supposed to stay underground and not go after them. <laughs> And Amber's like, huh, what? I'm sorry, uh, I'm sorry I can't hear you. <laughs> yeah. I like that part. <laughs> and then they all just start laughing. What yeah, were It's pretty we obvious that Amber skipped her. They're going to do what they want. Uh, <laughs> Whatever, I'll do what I want. You're not my mom. <laughs> oh, hi, Ginger Beer. <laughs> and yeah, Bella found Ginger Beer. Yay. From she really didn't have to search that hard. No, and a lady friend. Huh. that was quick. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. So did did they just go to Moss Flower's version of Las Vegas, get married, and come <laughs> back or something? <laughs> Went to the drive-thru. First thing Ginger Beer did yeah, after getting off coach here was hit up Tinder. Yeah. <laughs> he swiped right. He swiped right. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I was thinking, um, but yeah, I was thinking it's kind of ironic that Gingerbeer wants to become a farmer. Maybe if Verdaga had let him, Kotor wouldn't be uh, low on food right now. Yeah, showing limited results in your area. <laughs> Cats in your area. Gosh. And uh, yeah, I've got so a joke. I'll tell how do you say this lady's this name? Because standing them, I believe. Sending them. Yeah. yeah, she's in one scene and uh bye. She shows up later. It yeah. would have been cool to see Gingerveer return for the last battle. I don't remember if he does. But it would have been cool for him to at least do that. He yeah. he doesn't he stays with um taking care of the kids at yep. the farmhouse. I'm just saying I'm just saying it would have been pretty impactful, I think. Yeah. yeah. Mhm. Although I don't think he's much of a bachelor. Like, no. I don't think we ever see him engage in battle, which I think is okay, because, like, not all the good guys mm-hmm. have to be, like, brave warriors. They can do other stuff, like take care of the kids. Yep. There would have been a good psychological warfare in Sarmina, where she's like, I killed you! And he's like, no, you didn't? What are you talking about? And she's like, oh, I shot one of my old soldiers, didn't I? You shot several, <laughs> man. <laughs> she's like, shut up, or I'm going to shoot one more. That's the new Vermin HR. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just got here. I just got the job. <laughs> this is why he quit. At the very end of the book, like this guy settling into Ash Lake's office, like, all right, it's a new start. I'm going to be part of Vermin HR. Where? Why is there a rock flying at the window? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Save that joke, Jeremy. We're going to need it. Um, but yeah, so back to Boar. Yeah, he's um. 
uh, yeah, he's going out to fight Rip Fang. He's angry at Scarlet. I, I doubt. Wait, what was that? Yes. I said he's angry and scary. Yes. Uh, I was going to say he's boring. <laughs> well, the chapter artwork shows him in full battle plate and uh, how anthropomorphic. Yeah, he's freaky. How anthropomorphic are they? Uh, very Super. here. <laughs> yeah. So yes, uh, Martin, the both the hares, Martin's party, and Boar, they just basically, uh, yeah, they go right right up Riffang. So, and it it's a pretty brutal fight. Yeah. And Riffang does show up and yeah, get off my lawn. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not quite. <laughs> so and uh, yeah, I'm gonna. He basically says like, okay, and okay. Hi, Rip Fang. I'm going to kill you now. All right. <laughs> and uh, we don't see the famous war cry here that mm -hmm. will become pretty much associated with every Southern yeah. Strong. There's a different one, course. though. There's a another one. It's not exactly the same, but it's close-ish. It's just kind of like... It's not Eulalia, so... Yeah. You are a log-a-log-a-log-a-log-a. Yeah. log a log you are really. And then that's where Rip Fang's like, what? <laughs> it's like, did you get something caught in your throat? <laughs> yep, sorry. Uh, sorry about that. Let, shall we try that again? <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Now, I, but, yeah. what does give me shivers, I guess, would be Burr's last words. Yeah. Ah, Rip Fang, my old enemy. Got you. Now I embrace you as a friend. See. Crunch. And he's yeah. like holding him. He's like crushing he's him hugging. in one arm and fighting off the horde the, with the, with his the sword in the other. As that's a hardcore way to go, man. Yep. Yeah. Never accept a hug from the line of Lord Brocktree. It, it always ends in tears. <laughs> Oh yeah. Four. Oh. Yeah. Rock tree one hug. Crunch. Four one hug. Crunch. <laughs> yeah, don't hug Bella. Don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> Bella's like, Martin, you're back. Let me give you a hug. No, no, you stay away. <laughs> Let me put on my arm first. No, no. Yeah. What about uh what about Sunflash? Does he hug his back kind of death? I forget. No. I don't know. He's a little bit gentler though, it seems like. Yes. <laughs> yes. He prefers to crush them slowly. Yes. <laughs> um. Okay then. So. Yeah. To her credit, back in Masar, Sarmenia is watching Bane uh, actually being productive and repairing Kotor's gates, which were burned by fire arrows. So. And she gets a devious plan. And. A plan so devious <laughs> that she's smiling like the Grinch in How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, um, she uh, she gets this evil plan. She starts treating Bane pretty well. Hey Bane, do you want this red cloak? Of course. I do. <laughs> I, I do. I did find it interesting that Sarmina lists off all the reasons why she should trust Bane. Is he brought extra troops? He brought new rations. He helped her actually get a victory against the Woodlanders. 
but instead she's setting him up to die. And it's like, you really are a terrible leader, aren't you? Yeah. Yes. Insanity is a hell of a drug. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. You know what else is a hell of a drug? An eagle. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well. Yes. And Bane's just like, oh, this cloak is fabulous. What's that large shadow? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gucci? I, is it Gucci? I feel sorry for the Gucci eagle. He's like, yay, I finally get to eat the... Oh man. <laughs> he died of a broken... Cheated. I, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I just wanted to taste pine, Martin. Is it really that wrong? I just wanted to taste pine. <laughs> <laughs> Drink her Mr. Pine. Mmm, <laughs> mmm, tastes like socks. Heck. Tastes like fox. Why does it taste like fox? <laughs> Cookie monster. What? Meanwhile, back on uh, back on the stolen ship, bloody pirates! Someone who up and down glee as she was watching them plummet to their deaths. Yeah. Yes. And then, she, and then she hears rat. You have to wonder. out insults to Brog, and she's like. Oh, I got another one. I just pulled the hat trick. I can kill three of my enemies today. She's very happy. I'm doing so well. Yes. She's a happy Well, kitty. and then, uh... <laughs> well, you got to wonder if Riffang's, Riffang's sailor, uh, pirates watch their own ship sail away. <laughs> Bloody pirates! <laughs> yeah. But the boss is dead. <laughs> Which this makes stuff. me wonder, what do all the rats do stuck on the mountain? Because they can't get in. We That, that was made pretty they clear. They totally ran off. Got eaten by the toads. Yeah. Or they got captured by the toads. Yeah. Yeah, they probably went south to the toads. <laughs> okay. the swamp, and then Snakefish was like, ooh. <laughs> Rat <Rat-less. laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, I couldn't. <laughs> but I will. And then, uh, yeah, so while Martin is uh, freeing, Martin and his crew are freeing, freeing the galley slaves, he's like, hey, I know you. Yeah, we get one of the slaves flat out saying, thank you, Martin, son of Luke, and the two of them, and Martin's just like, wait, what? And <laughs> falls on the floor, and his legs are like jelly. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, this was a really sweet moment, and honestly, reading this after reading what happened to Martin the Warrior, this is... Like a nice happy tearjerker, like someone from yeah. Martin's past comes back and is his friend. Like he gets an old friend back. Yeah, it's like. And it, not only that, it's the one he he was fighting with before he left. Yeah, and Tivolus is like, "How did you find me?" And Martin's like, "Uh, yeah, I totally was looking for you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally on purpose." Yeah. Also, the picture of the mouse is absolutely. Bonkers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. True. yeah. Look at his eyes. <laughs> Wait, I got I got find this right now. Chapter yeah. forty two. Uh, chapter forty two. Chapter forty two. Okay. His eye. <laughs> that is the sight of a man who has not seen light for seasons. Yeah. Oh, holy crap! Why? <laughs> 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 Oh, I'm thinking about tonight. Uh, That's all. And uh, so, yeah. Tilbisto is, yeah, he he's only totally grateful to be rescued, but I, I wonder if... 
I, I imagine Martin says, uh, hey, hey, hey buddy, uh, let's go have a quick conversation. He has to tell, he, has to, he doesn't tell him the truth about, full truth about Marshak, and he's just like, yeah, um, look, I'm trying to protect someone, a couple of people, so just follow my lead here. Yeah. And, uh, just, uh, when I, when, if I tell you something that happened back in the old caves, just agree with me. Okay, like what? Like my, to help defend my dad when he was sick? Your dad left. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and uh, what, uh, and then Martin's like, "Hey, what happened to everybody else from the caves?" And t there's this just deadpan look. I've been trapped on the slave ship. You could put two and two together. <laughs> <laughs> Which now just that kind of makes me sad. Is either the rest of yeah. the people in those caves didn't survive? the ship, or they at least got out of there before the ship showed up, is if Tim Ballisto was yeah. captured, what happened to everybody else? Mm-hmm. Oh. I mean, it was kind of implied that way all the way back in Luke, yeah. because, when, but we never really know the truth, because Tim Ballisto doesn't tell us in this True. book. True. And, spoilers, we, he doesn't show up after this. Mm-hmm. No. So yes, but meanwhile, Logalog -Log gets his people back. Some of them, anyway. He doesn't seem interested in the maps, though. Yeah, yeah. That seemed kind of cold. You know, I got you know, screws. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. I mean, usually, screws are more passionate than that. Like, you know. He's like waving them off, like, yeah, cool, whatever. Yeah, I told you, I totally save you. Ooh, this map is interesting. Yeah. But yes, he's like, hey, I know the quick way back to Mossfar, but we'll just have to go against the River Moss. And the current. Meanwhile, back in Mossflower Wood, they're like, why is the river so low right now? Current events. Oh, God. <laughs> have they ever considered that trying to fill in land actually takes a heck of a lot of water? <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Well. So. They're, they're trying to find a way of figuring it out and um, they're either going to have to dam up the river or wait which is impossible or wait until winter when the flooding of the river starts well I think it's spring with the smelting of the snow oh, but yeah but by that point either you know, someone's going to run off food by that point and get desperate yeah so, I also like this small bit where Sarmini has to deal with Brog. Like, hey, can I go find Bane's cloak and his sword? And she's just like, sure. Uh, go ahead. He's like, where do you think I landed? Don't. I don't know. It's like, <laughs> don't ruin this good mood I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> Ashleg, tell this guy, Vermin, tell Vermin and Jar to take care of this guy. Ashleg. Ashleg? <laughs> oh, right. Ran off Yeah. So yes, they they uh they start damming the river, but yes, it's 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 not it's going slowly. Yeah. And so, meanwhile, the boat the ship returns along okay. with uh, probably a hundred screw screws <laughs> screws <laughs> screws <laughs> one letter 
What letter can make a whole difference? <laughs> I have brought yes, a hundred screws. May this aid our efforts. He just drops a pack what of screws. <laughs> now we will win. <laughs> so they, aren't, they aren't very nice to step on, so... Or they could just use Legos. <laughs> there we go. Oh, 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 come on, that's crude unusual. <laughs> And, yeah, they return, so. and while Martin is quietly and telling Bella what happened, Gonf is just, like, reciting everything anyway, so it's like, all right. And I must admit, I got a kick out of Columbine getting jealous of the crab. <laughs> yeah. Oh, then that... I think and it was a male... Oh. while this is going on... Yeah. While this is going on, uh, Sarmenia tells the the Bane's people is just like, oh, yeah, yeah, huh, now he's dead. Either you work for me or you can leave, but you leave your weapons behind. So. And, uh, they don't, no, they, they're willing to stay. Which is, huh. Damned if you do, damned if you don't. Okay. Yeah, if they leave, uh, like, yeah. in small groups, they're gonna be picked off by woodlanders. Okay. Ah, but she's still hearing crazy things. And she starts hearing water. And, uh, like I said, they're having these unintended psychological warfare moments, and it's, I'd say it's driving Sarmina insane, but I think it's just driving her more insane. Yeah. And we're even told she's reduced to a crazed, terrified kitten. Aw, poor kitty. <laughs> oh, wait. No. <laughs> so, sucks to be her. But, uh, yeah. But, yeah, you have to imagine how, how, we don't really know how Bella takes the news that Dad went down fighting, and he's not coming. To save him. Yeah. And I do like, though, when so when Martin leaves, he tells the Harris, like, go ahead and tell her, you know, go tell Bella about her father. And they're like, yep, we'll tell her all the good parts. Don't worry, we won't uh, make it, we'll make sure that she can smile a little bit. Um, yeah, that and was it, nice. Yep. And it's kind of like in Lord Brocktree, where Brocktree hears about Stonepaw. Um, and then at the end, they say, like, Bella is very emotional. And so Martin who has grown on his journey, steps up and raises his sword and says, Bor the Fighter can't be here, but he has sent me back here with this sword, and I promise you, I will defeat Sarmina and Kotir. That was actually almost yep. word for word. I'm on the page right now. <laughs> yep. It's a nice ending point We're also to this book. Yeah. We're also told that at one right before Martin shows that they actually consider just abandoning Mossflower altogether mm-hmm. and let basically letting Sarmenia starve out, but they realize that's really not. Well, temporarily they plant. Bella was like, "We're not going to completely leave," and it's like, "I'm not." She's not trying to pull a full Abbott Mortimer here. The <laughs> mm-hmm. backup place. Yeah, it's a cool place. Oh, but they say it gets colder. Yeah. <laughs> and uh Smyrnia is also basically she's like she says her troops to search for the water leak and they completely lie to her oh no there's no water leak hey what about down the Gloomer's Cape I'm not going down there well loyalty is earned yes and that's uh it. yeah that is book two that's book oh two oh my god holy cow we did it! Oh, yeah. That was a slog. Because book three is going to be way <laughs> short. 
Things <laughs> get really short, which I'm fi- after two really long ones. I'm fine with that. Yeah. So yeah, we're gonna get to it, but this was a long one. Yeah. What else is there to say? I mean, this is still good, but man, is this an endurance match? Yeah, and it's weird because some parts, like Jeremy was saying, felt rushed and some parts kind of dragged a little bit. So, yeah, it was like a... I think he improved a lot with his structure as the series goes on. Yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, I liked... The the crab sequence is fun and it's genuinely good, but it's not necessary. No. No. It doesn't add anything to the story. Hell, the toad one didn't... didn't really add much, and we even skipped the snake and the lizard part. Oh, of that. <laughs> yeah, it's not important. No. I forgot about them. Killer. See? Yeah. yeah, like the book itself is, I think, like poorly separated in between each part, mm-hmm. but the story itself is still good. Oh like, yeah. I, I was, I am invested in this whole, in the book. It's just spacing this stuff out more. I mean, again, it's the second book. He was still figuring out what was going to work. And sometimes you just get on a writing kick and just want to cut it off at a certain point, but you don't think about how long it takes to get to that point. Uh, so, let me get the obvious out of the way, because Jeremy did it last time. If you want to find us on the internet, we are at recorderonthewall.com. Uh, you can find us on iTunes and Google Play Podcasts, and I've started uploading episodes uh, weekly to YouTube. Oh, nice. Hey. So, I'm a subscriber. That's another platform <laughs> for us. Yep. You can find us on Twitter at rotw.com. ROTW pod. <laughs> we are dying. And uh, that's all. That all. Shut up. And that is also our email address. That same moniker at gmail.com. And we're on okay, the. Okay, before we get out of here, guys. And the forum. Oh, yes, thank you. You can interact with us on the Redwall subreddit, Aurelia, and the Redwall forum. Okay. And then before we get out of here, guys, do you have anything you want to. Pro- uh, promote yourself any personal stuff well I already mentioned in the last one my uh YouTube channel where I make blacksmithing videos and where I've made the Sword of Martin the Warrior so but uh yeah other than that mhm okay then we'll see in two weeks for the uh Tiny, tiny final panel. <laughs> Already looking forward to it. Yep. All right. Yeah. Yeah, me too. All right, folks. We'll see Bye. you later. Bye, Bye everyone. <laughs>